kind of setting I, I was setting a goal for myself and, and yeah, i know the pants jared's the, old pants yes well it's funny you <laughs> mention that because it's nothing to do with jared's pants i'm, I'm talking about oh you just want to get them trying, off don't you <laughs> Welcome back to Digital Soup with Jason, Adam, and usually Dave. Um, so there was an analysis of the cyber attack on Colonial Pipeline, and they found that the hackers were able to access the company's network using a compromised VPN password, according to Bloomberg. The hack led to the ransomware payout of $4.4 million. Drop in the bucket. And resulted in gas prices around $3 per gallon for the first time in several years at U.S. gas stations. According to the cybersecurity firm Mandiant, which is a subsidiary of FireEye, the VPN account didn't use multi-factor authentication, which allowed the hackers to access Colonial's network and compromised username and password. It's not clear whether the hackers discovered the username or were able to figure it out independently. The password was discovered among a batch of passwords leaked on the dark web, according to Bloomberg. So they're never really going to know for sure like how they obtained the password, but just... Uh, little dip in security there and boom they were in yep now here's something cool about it because uh since it was a vpn password you called it last week adam or last episode i should say i'm never going to get used to this every two week thing i keep saying last week but i mean last episode you know what i'm talking about yeah remember when you were uh, telling us that they were probably a remote user that's probably how they got hacked Mm-hmm. That sounds, sounds like something I'd you were right on yeah it was definitely <laughs> was i mean we could go back to the tape if we need to well, it was the Russia-linked cybercrime group's dark side with, again, a cool name. It is very cool. Not now, cool what they did. you tell our listeners and tell Dave and I, because we're really stupid, how important that, um, uh, what's it called, that dual uh, layer protection, what's it called? Multi-factor authentication. There you go. Uh, this okay. this kind of proves how important it is, but explain to everybody what exactly it is in case they're not doing it themselves. Well, I mean... Every time that you open an application that requires you to also enter a one-time code on your phone, that's considered multi-factor authentication. Typically, multi-factor authentication means you're using at least two different things, that, like a password that you know and something you have. So we call that like a token. Um, so on your phone, you might have a Google Authenticator app or the Microsoft Authenticator app. And these applications are used to basically provide additional authentication for any given system that uses it. So... Um, rather than so that what it means basically is if somebody compromises your username and your password and they go go log in the the site and hopefully it's using multi-factor authentication the website or system should reach out to your device or something that you have to verify you are who you are so in it's basically a, a backup check of hey is this really you and that's that's kind of how it works it's it's not like super, super complex. It's an extra step that some people get annoyed with, but it can really protect your account and be awesome. So it's important to have that kind of stuff set up if possible. And we definitely recommend uh, all of your banking sites. Now, that's one of them that I know of for a fact that I see this a lot on because I <laughs> here's the crazy thing. I use a VPN at home. I just mm -hmm. always use a VPN. And I always forget that, well, you know, since I'm using a VPN, every time I try to log into my uh, banking account, it says, uh, you know, hey, uh, we don't recognize this computer or this IP. We got to do the dual factor authentication. So I'm literally in my home and I have mm -hmm. to keep doing dual factor authentication because I forget to turn my VPN off before I decide to go yep. and, you know, check my bank account. But that is awesome because it proves it works to me because I get it every day. Uh, and if you don't, if, yep. if people don't know what a VPN is, it's a virtual private network. What it does is it masks your IP. So people can't really track you out on the interwebs. So from your, you have your IP that your, uh, your, uh, I was going to say your network provider gives you, but no, it's your uh, cable provider, internet service, internet service provider. provider. Yeah, you go ISP. What it does is uh, you connect to their server through their server software. Now, whenever whatever site you go to, they have given you a, I don't know, they probably have thousands of IPs that they just cycle through for all their customers. But every time you go to a site, it's going to give you a different IP. They'll never see the, the actual IP that, 
identifies you on the web from your ISP. Well, beyond that, even your all of your your traffic, your data is encrypted in what's called an encrypted tunnel. So when you establish a VPN connection, and for instance, what what you're talking about is, you know, you've got a VPN service. You know, there's there's a whole bunch of them. There's like NordVPN. There's private internet access. All of these basically are the same technology. You establish a secured encrypted tunnel from your computer to a server or from your phone even, you know, because they have a phone app for half of this stuff to some server. All of your web traffic is basically brokered through that server on the other end. And nobody can base, basically your internet service provider, the only thing they know about your traffic is that you're connected to some VPN. They can't see any of the traffic because it's all encrypted. Now on the business side of things, like with this colonial deal, they're not using, you know, tunnel bear or, you know, any, any of these kind of third party services, typically they're going to be using like a Cisco VPN or something for actual business use, business access. And in most cases, those kind of accounts require multi-factor authentication because you're trying to secure your enterprise, you're securing your business. So typically if you connect to that, you're going to get like, so if I, if I was to connect to, to, to my business's VPN, I'm going to get my business's IP address. It's going to establish that secure tunnel between my computer and the business. So that way you can actually access your business resources. It basically puts you on the business network through this VPN. So if they don't have multi-factor turned on and the password's compromised, that means anybody with that credential can now just be on that business's network. And there's no telling how, how much, how deep they can get into this. So for the colonial stuff in particular, they were able to take like uh, about a hundred gigs of data that they threatened to to release, or did they just threaten to delete it? What was it? It was uh, an incredible they, amount of data. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what they threatened. They probably just held oh. it held it hostage. Well, typically know. they'll just encrypt it, but it says they. No, yeah, I found it here in the article from Bloomberg. It okay. says the hackers also stole nearly 100 gigabytes of data from Colonial Pipeline and threatened to leak it if the ransom wasn't paid. So that's not just hey, you can't have your files back. This is also like we're gonna show the whole world all of your files. And it's probably a lot That's of customer data too, like uh, credit cards, addresses. Uh, they wouldn't have social security numbers at yep. Colonial Pipeline, but unless it's employee data, it could have been employee data too. Yep, and yep. that employee, could have included customer. social security uh, numbers, etc. Yep. Scary stuff. So here's here's what I'm uh, asking you right now, Adam. Man, Dave's How? talking too much again. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's been pretty peaceful. <laughs> so I'm like, where, when is Dave going to say anything? I, I was just listening because this is fascinating. Okay. Right. I, and it's not something I can really speak on. It's not my uh, my forte. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Uh, do you think that Rick, the head of IT over at Colonial Pipeline, do you think he still has a job or is he like uh, flipping burgers over at McDonald's now? Well, I've never been a fan of the head of IT getting dumped because some user somewhere did something bad or you know there there's so many systems but this is a simple thing he could have just uh, you know you know activated the two factor authentication should have been on there anyway especially for a multi billion dollar well, business like this I, I would hesitate to call for anybody's job especially if it, let's say let's say he said hey we need to turn this on for security and then like a bunch of department heads over there were like, oh, that's too that's too much. We don't really need to do that, right? And then they're like, no, don't do it. And they told him not to. I mean, we don't know the situation that's, well, that's happened that's over there. Well, that's different. So that's gonna... a directive. I'm saying if Rick, on his own, just decided he wasn't going to, you know, instigate, oh. instigate, uh, oh, my gosh, he, well, my he, words again. He decided he was just going to go do it? No, he was just not going to do it. Oh, he he decided, oh, it, we don't need print. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, then he's he's probably he probably should look for something different because yeah, you you can't look at information security in a role where you're an IT leader at this point and ignore it, and you can't you can't not recognize that this is a global problem, and that the threat is absolutely real. We've seen everything from businesses like this to different governments being taken out by ransomware attacks. You have to secure every possible thing that you can think of, and even after that, there's holes. So that's mm-hmm. it's really I mean right now they're they're doing the reactive thing right they've got FireEye and this other security company sweeping their network trying to figure out what happened they're doing forensics on this stuff they're trying to like figure out exactly what happened so they can seal it better but at this point basically if they had an if they had a password that was somehow leaked and it was to their VPN and they didn't have multi factor they basically just published a backdoor to their entire company network 
Well, remember, that was Marge that was uh, clicking on that link to go look at some cute kittens. Yep, Marge and those kittens. And that yep. could have been it, too. But, I mean, it, the, the interesting thing, though, is when initially this came out, you know, they said ransomware attack, which yes. technically this was. But this one, to me, seems a little deeper. This is like, this is actually a, a known, like, faction of, of this, this hacker group that actually did something more than just encrypt data. If they actually took data and said they're going to leak it, like it, taking the data is different. That means that they actually moved and migrated and copied the data from the, the business's site all the way over to, you know, wherever their group is in Russia or whatever they're doing. That's deeper than the typical, like, you know, accidental, I went to the wrong website, which was infected. And now my, my files are encrypted. Hey, I want to decrypt them for a thousand bucks. They're being threatened with a huge ransom, like millions of dollars to release to, you know, otherwise they're going to release this data to the public. That's different from a typical ransomware this is like ultra ransomware <laughs> ran somewhere where'd you run i ran somewhere <laughs> anyway sorry for talking so much i'm like dave over here oh no that's perfectly fine do you think there's <laughs> any way that marge and rick might have been in on it because i did hear tell that they might be dating mm. so maybe this hmm. was an inside yeah. job you never know won't you feel bad if their actual names were marge and rick no, it would be awesome, actually. <laughs> I'm sure they're listening to this podcast too. Well, they do. Yeah, they're one of our uh, they're one of our founders. They're in some seedy hotel room right now, having their love affair, going, "Oh my god, he's on to us! How did he know he's on to us? <laughs> I don't care. We have each other." Sorry, they turned French. Wee <laughs> uh, <laughs> oui, wee. Oui. No, seriously, touch it. I do want to point this out real fast because we keep talking about. 4.4 million and how you know incredible this number is. I just looked this up. Uh, the Colonial Pipeline Company has 3.1 billion in assets against 2.6 billion of long-term debt. So yeah, a, I, so I guess it's only like uh, 500 million in yeah. assets if they have 2.6 in debt. I didn't read all of that. I should have read that. I'm just like 3.1 billion. These guys don't even care about the 4.4 million. Mm. But they have a lot of debt too, so I guess yeah. The, yeah. the scarier thing to me here is that, like this dark side group, they could have done way more because if they actually had access into their network, that means they could potentially basically throw their their the tendrils of however they're scanning this network out, and they could potentially access the back end of systems that actually control the pipeline itself. That's the scary thing, and which, well, which kind of makes sense. That's why they shut everything down. Like, yeah, because if, if suddenly they're in the network, what if they could actually control the pipeline itself? I mean, like valves and moving, moving, you know, petroleum product around. I mean, that's that's wild stuff. That's crazy. Yep. Well, it, that's that's kind of what happened. You heard about the other place that just got hit as well. Um, the the meat plants that got hit. Uh, JBS. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're based McDonald's in Brazil. Burgers hit in America where it hurts. Yep. Yeah, they they account for apparently a fifth of the daily U.S. cattle harvest. Um, but last, as we're recording this last Tuesday, they had um, an update saying they've made significant progress resolving the cyber attack. But so far, that's still ongoing. Mm. So, do we know what group attacked that one? Uh, oh, here, here we do know. A ransom demand from the hacker gang are evil. Well, that's come on. Are <laughs> evil? Well, yes, they are. Da Who's naming these things? <laughs> no, Austin dark Powers? side is dark side's way more cool <laughs> than are evil. Yeah, are <laughs> evil, which is believed to operate in Russia. <laughs> now that that one followed the May shutdown, the Colonial Pipeline. What exactly did they actually yeah. pay up? Uh, I'm looking to see, but JBS says it's been able to limit the damage from the attack to less than one day's worth of production. Any lost production will be fully recovered by the end of the week. They, the company didn't say whether or not they paid a ransom or which group. Um, but yeah, you know, when I said that are evil, that was that's a news article on MSN where they they're citing a person who's familiar with the matter. So this could be completely wrong. It was beef plants. I didn't know beef grew from plants. Well, Dave likes that. Oh man, you know it's, they were trying to take over the entire meat industry there, except for the meat impossible and gas. There you go, Dave. We talked about this before. If all of a sudden we had no other, if we had no meat at all, would Dave eat an impossible yeah, the meat burger? Yeah, apocalypse. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I would not. No, you would. Yeah. You would want to. I would not. It, at least you would sort of remember what the taste of the meat was like back in the day. Nope. I it, No. <laughs> I would happily eat salads and vegetables. I have nothing well, wrong with that side salad of salad if you're eating an Impossible yep, Burger. But I don't, I don't need my vegetables to try and uh, pretend to be some kind of meat. What about a black bean patty? Ew. They're not calling themselves invisible well, meat. They're just there are some of them. What, what's patty. the other one? Yeah, the black bean ones, and there, there's one other kind too where they're not trying to emulate meat. They're they're saying, hey, this is a veggie burger. It tastes <laughs> you like vegetables. Your meat emulator. Yeah, I mean, when when they're not trying to, you know, disguise the fact that they are they are actually just vegetables. You know. It, that's fine. You want to make a veggie burger? Make it. Make it taste amazing. It doesn't have to try and taste uh, like okay, hamburger. Okay, but we though. understand that in the world that is right now, in our actual reality. We understand that, Dave. We are talking about yep. a meat apocalypse. There is no more meat. All you can eat is vegetables. Did you try the Impossible Whopper? I can't remember if you did or not. No, because I tried cooking the Impossible Burger in my house and refused but to try But it was different. It was different. It smelled different, everything. I don't care. But here's what I'm saying, Dave. Listen to me now. <laughs> if there is no meat in the world, and then you have this Impossible Whopper, which tastes remarkably like beef, why would you decide, well, I'm just going to eat salads for the rest of my life, instead of every once in a while having a salad that tastes like beef? It makes no sense to me. Mm. It makes no sense to me. You know what I'm saying? No, because no I, I'll, I'll tell you what. Maybe there's a meat apocalypse where we can't buy meat in a store, <laughs> but... If if every no, all, creature all animals died, we already discussed this. All, all animals, bison, yeah, if, deer, we're an, llamas. Th then we're an, we're animals too. <laughs> yeah, Hashtag kittens. meat apocalypse. Yeah, yeah the only out. the <laughs> only meat available is kittens because uh, they die nope. before they get into full grown cats. Uh, so you have to eat a kitten burger. Would you eat a kitten burger, gentlemen? No. Would our listeners nope. eat a kitten burger? Oh, that's so gross. That's <laughs> the weirdest thing I think you've ever asked our listeners. Oh, that is so... We have no. nobody live today. This is very upsetting. You know what, though? I mean, so if there was a meat apocalypse, like, well, if, if it's a cyber attack based meat apocalypse, you've got your local sources to go to still. You've got a lot yeah, of local farmers that are raising raising cows and chickens and pigs, and you can get well, you this kind of stuff. It's a it meat apocalypse. A for some reason, every animal in the world died. How except is for every the human animal, animal? Yeah, that's what I say. How is every animal going to die except because for we have that that extra we chromosome? <laughs> no, we have that chromosome that protected us. Oh yeah, the one that makes us human. Thumb. It protected us. Our, our opposable thumbs protected us. <laughs> oh, you're gonna throw yours away? <laughs> Get it? Disposable thumbs? Um, <laughs> I said uh, opposable. I <laughs> so we got kind of. I'm not opposed to thumbs. Hey, gentlemen, the last two stories what? we got kind of dark. Do you think we should stay dark? dark? Sure. All right. So before you get into that. Uh, All right, now we're back. Uh, <laughs> so I finally finished Dark a couple of days congratulations. ago. Congratulations. And I know I'm always behind you guys in everything. I'm I'm so sorry. Now you've completely <laughs> forgotten what Dark is. Dave's like, Dark? Oh, I remember it. Where there's a lack of light. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I, I like that discussion. Now, does Dark fill back in the room when light leaves? Or was it always there, just hidden by the light? Remember your discussion? <laughs> you guys are having that discussion? <laughs> Not really, but it sounds like something. Yeah, it was. Say. You and Dave are fighting over the darkness. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, Dave's favorite band. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I used to have to sing that in my old band. Yeah, what what was the big hit? I can't even remember right now. I just said I believe it. In a, yeah, I believe in a thing called love. Oh, okay. Sorry, Adam. I was Adam talking, just sang it for us. I was us. talking over him. Yep. Like I always he, do. He can yeah. sing it for us again. More right like... Now. More like he wasn't listening. No, I was talking over you. True, true. <laughs> so. Anyway, you watched Dark. I finally finished it, and <sighs> I don't know what to think. Uh, okay, I got to ask you guys a few questions because you guys did finish this, and I know you guys discussed it outside of me because you didn't want to spoil it for me. I have a couple of questions, and uh, again, listeners, whenever we talk about anything like this, it is spoiler-filled. If you don't want to hear any dark spoilers right now, go ahead and click on to the next chapter in your podcast player. But for this, I have to ask, so, so I understood most of it, and you know, it kind of... 
it seemed like towards the end there, I almost should have grabbed a notebook and started writing stuff down because the, there was this story was so intertwined, and it was it, it was oh, yeah. awesome the way they were pulling in season one stuff into the season three, uh, especially as we got closer to the end. But my question is, they so Jonas was never supposed to be born, and Jonas. Okay, sorry, I'm going to say it like an American. My name Jonas is Jonas. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Jonas and Marta. <laughs> yeah, and Marta. Marta. Jonas. And uh, and then okay, yes, so I understand do. that he was only uh, born because of something that that crazy doctor did, where he split the world, and that's the only reason he actually came into existence. Correct. Yep, that's right. Uh, okay, so Martha though she was in both worlds. Nope. She wasn't in both worlds. Why did I think nope. she was in both worlds? Well, she was she was in all the worlds through That's the what stories I mean. until the until the end, yeah. yeah. But, but was she original to all three or did she just nope. go through time or you know, tra- nope. so she traveled to the other worlds? Right. I did know she traveled, but I thought she originated in all of them, but no. Okay. So these yeah. two the that was the whole reason why it kept repeating was because of these two still being in existence, et cetera, correct? Kind of, yeah. Okay, so here's my question. At the very end, we find out that um, what's-her-name is pregnant and the baby again, uh, and she's going to have Jonas again, right? Mm, she's mm, going to have of. a baby that she's always liked the name Jonas. Yeah, okay, Jonas, it's I'm not, sorry. You could say it yeah. the way you want. <laughs> no, it's, I was just I, I know you no, bit but your tongue as you said Jonas there. <laughs> it's No, I was reading something at the same time. Um, it, it's not the same... Um, it's not going to be the same timeline. And, and I didn't know this until after I'd finished it. Apparently, they had talked about potentially going more seasons. I didn't know that. I thought it just ended perfectly. And I'm glad they ended it where they did and didn't try and continue because they were able to wrap this story up. But what you have to remember, the key to it, Ulrich and his whole family, Marta and uh, Magnus and all, you know, all the other people that came forth, Mikkel, the the only reason that whole entire bloodline exists is because Mikkel ended up back in time and started everything off when that doctor split the world. Okay. When, when they reversed that and fixed that, the doctor wasn't able to split the world. Everything stayed as it was, and only those select few people still existed, but there was no yep. Ulrich. There was none of those other people. Yep. So it, it basically the wiped that, them all out. Yeah, only the people that weren't born as a result of time travel were right. allowed, were still there at the end. Right. And now uh, list the ones that were still there at the end because I'm I'm a little confused. On... I'm trying to remember names. Hold on. It was, it was Hannah, Katharina, Anna, Peter, Regina, Anna. and the the Wooler Fuller siblings. I'm yep. looking. I'm having yep. to look at Wikipedia for it. It's been a while. But yeah, it was basically what exactly what Dave said. So uh, another question I have for you guys is how many times did this repeat? How many times did Jonas become Adam and Martha became uh, Eva? How many times did this cycle happen? Do we get any idea? They they don't say for sure, but they've implied that it's been going on for eons. You know, just a, a, a big, massive time loop that happens over and over and over again. This is just so amazing because this show started out as just a mystery disappearance of a child and like we need to find this child. And then it just merges into something that you wouldn't even expect. I mean, I mean, it's just the writers and I don't know the writers. You guys might know them. I know Dave usually keeps a good idea of who writes what, who directs what, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But these writers of this show, the, uh, it doesn't so impressive. Yeah, it's not like a lot yeah. of shows to where, oh, they came up with a great first season and then you know they're just making it up as they go. Uh, it, these writers seem like they had this entire thing laid out, start oh. to finish, intertwined, yep. just spectacularly and did it's it. So complex. Yes, I, it blows my mind. It is. And that this is why I this to me and still my opinion. This is probably the best science fiction show I've ever seen. It's so good. Mm -hmm. It's easily for me the best handling of time travel that I've ever seen in in terms of film or or TV. 
I do have a question though. Okay, so we understand mm-hmm. that, and I I always call him the the clockmaker, whatever he is. You know, he made that thing split the world, etc. Yep, yep. Who built the tunnels that would then take you thirty three years in the past or thirty three years in the future? Who built those tunnels? Um, you see that in uh, I can't remember which season it is. The second season, maybe when they go back further back in time, where there is the oh. tunnels not completed. Nineteen twenty one. Yeah. Yeah, there are people digging those out at that time, and I can't remember who they are. But how did that was work? it? The yeah, Sigmundus deal with Adam. Si- yeah, yep. Yeah. So basically, they built the. I don't. I well, and, I and here's it. what happened. I'm have to Th- this it. is so good. This is the thing. Those tunnels only exist. They only exist because that doctor split the world, and Jonas went back Jonas. in time. And and started all that and and basically kicked off all the tunnel yeah. building and um, Bartog or whatever his name was Bartesh or I can't remember his name but um, all those people you know they, when that group of them went back mm-hmm. they're the ones that essentially started the the production of those tunnels even though they only did it because they're trying to get back home to their time. The, so I, 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 we probably shouldn't get super deep into this because listeners that haven't seen this are going to be we like, We already said spoilers. Right. But, <laughs> but to me, one of the most mind-blowing things, so try to think about infinity, you know, and, and infinite loops and stuff like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's really difficult to try to even visualize this stuff. At the point where the uh, the one gal, uh, oh, I can't remember her name, um, turns out that she, her daughter is her mother yeah yeah and i'm like e- elizabeth and um, <laughs> yeah, um like, the cop who's the cop charlotte so and uh, at, at this point i'm like how uh, these writers that put this whole thing together had this entire story end to end intricately detailed out including hey we should have somebody have be their 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 own parents parent i'll tell it, you what though wild what's really wild when you look at all of this as crazy as all the time traveling is and as cool as everything is, this show is really disturbingly perverse because <laughs> that whole line of the Ulrichs and the um, Jonas and the Conewalds yeah, and Nickel and all of that, it is all incest. It is Oh, it's so horrible because Jonas and Marta are actually, what is it, aunt and nephew or something? Is that, is that yeah. why their kid has a cleft lip? Yep. And... Here, here's something else. Remember when Ulrich he goes back and then they show him as an old man. Mm-hmm. I thought, to me, I assumed that was because it looked like him. I thought it was just makeup. It's a totally different actor. Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah, really? I just I thought yeah, it was so, still him. So hmm. the the regular aged Ulrich that we meet right away is is played by a guy named Oliver Masucci. Mm-hmm. The old man Ulrich, and I don't even know if this is a man or a woman, but it's played by someone named Winifred Glatzeder. It is a it is a man. Yeah, I'm about to blow your mind here, Dave. Yep. Did you know that Amata and Jonas's child, uh, the Clefleft child, mm-hmm. who yep. go it doesn't have a name that I know of. I don't remember them ever saying a no, name. No, it's it's just her, yeah, it's just her. But child. those three generations of him. Hmm. Played by different actors. Well, yeah, that I knew. <laughs> I, I'm just saying the Ulrich one particularly because when you looked at them, they but, look like they just put old man yeah, makeup on I, the I original. I thought that too. Ulrich. I did. Yeah, he looked really close. Yeah, so, it was startlingly yeah, close. I've, I've got a suggestion for you guys, Uh-oh. which is if right. so. The, obviously, this was a, a a German subtitled show, meaning you can't like listen to it. You got to watch it and read it. Mm-hmm. Right. I just watched the two seasons that are out there on Netflix of Ragnarok, which is an oh, I, saw, I want to watch that. Yes, I saw that. It's, it's Norwegian, and it's yep. it's the it's the it's like a modern take on you know Asgard Norse mythology. And and, yep. it's fantastic. That's what and I've it's heard. Along it, the it's, same lines, I've had the since the first season dropped. I've had it in my what do they call it on Netflix? Your your Heels? list, yeah, your list oh. to watch. It's I've like six it episodes never, per season. It's an easy, quick yeah. watch, mm-hmm. and it leaves you just absolutely to. dying for more. It's really good. Yeah, I loved it. It looks good. It, I it's get cool. Into Can I still recommend to you guys The Rain again? That is a fantastic show. The Rain. 
It's is on, that in it's Spain? On, it's on Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> it's mainly in the plane, right? Yes. I, I think uh, so. I can't remember what language it is. It's either Norwegian Falls. or uh, it might be German, too. I can't remember. But anyway, all of a sudden, one day, the rain kills people it starts whenever it rains it makes them go like kind of insane and then it and then it just kills them and the rain so, makes them go insane yeah scandinavia scandinavia it's a great show i mean i'm in the second season All right. but I've, check it out. I've done a whole bunch of other stuff since i've watched it so i almost need to go back and start over again but yeah it's a great show i i like that show also another sci-fi you know weird show like that but since we're talking about shows here I got to go a little bit different. Do you want to know what my wife and I, our favorite show right now on TV is? The oh, Voice. Boy. No, it's a Disney Plus. <laughs> it's a Disney Plus show. Uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Yeah, very close. John Stamos's uh, Big Shot. Oh, Big I haven't shot. seen that. Okay, so hmm. John Stamos in this show plays. He's a college basketball coach for a. Uh, I don't. I can't remember which college it was. A big college. And he he has anger issues, and he actually threw a chair during a championship game at a ref. And because <laughs> of this, he was ousted by the NCAA. And to actually prove that he's changed, et cetera, the, uh, and also it was the only job he could get, he is now coaching a private high school girls basketball team. And it is, I mean, it's it's an hour drama comedy dramedy, I guess. And it's really good. I, I really enjoy it. I mean, you got you got the basketball, you got him coaching, you got they've played some big games and it's like, you know, wins, losses. And then there's all the other drama because of high school and him and, uh, you know, John Stamos, him and his wife are divorced. And now his daughter came to live with him and now she's going to this school. It's a very good show. I haven't started watching that uh, Game Changers yet, but I might watch that. But I really hmm. recommend this if you want an hour dramedy show. It's it's pretty cool. And it's family-friendly, obviously. It so is. It's on cool. Disney+. Plus. And my uh, oldest has watched several episodes with us. Uh, the other two just really aren't interested. But uh, we, we started watching it as a family. All five of us sat down to watch it because, hey, it's Disney+. Plus. John Stamos, they love uh, uh, Full House and Fuller House. So like, all right, let's watch this. And it's basketball. And uh, the other two laughed midway through, and Janie stayed through the whole thing, and she's watched several episodes, but my wife and I have watched them all now without the girls because we just enjoy them so much. It's fun. <laughs> cool. That's cool. Nice. That's cool. What's so, it called again? Last uh, Big Shot. Big Shot. Big shot. Okay, I think okay. I've seen that on there. I'll have to check yeah, it out. There, there's two other ones that just hit Netflix, one real recently, just this week, and one uh, maybe a month ago. Um, the older one is, is called Jupiter's legacy. Have you guys, Oh, I want to see that? that so bad. I've heard such yeah, good stuff about a, it. It's a superhero take uh, type show. It's supposed to be really good. I, I haven't uh, seen it, but apparently, Oh, um, oh yeah. it's been canceled after one season. Oh, really? So that, yeah, I apparently watched, I watched that like. one. I, I didn't watch it yet. Was it any good? Yeah, it was pretty good. It, it's <laughs> their costumes are, are really cheesy, but it's kind of, on purpose in that sense. Right. right. It, it's they're not they're not going to continue it? No, apparently I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. Apparently in June of 2021 the series was canceled after one season. So What? Ah, yeah. I invested Which in Which kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah I hate kind of sucks. It was it was good. It was it was different. Uh it wasn't fantastic, but it it had some really really cool stuff in it. I it's I wonder if I wonder if this suffered from Invincible coming out and then this dropped right after well that yeah, ended. I, I wonder if that if that kind of kind of hurt things a little bit. I yeah, really want to start watching The Boys before season three because yeah, uh, I, I haven't too. seen it yet, and I I definitely want to see it because uh, with Jen, when season three come out, uh, I don't know. Hopefully soon. Mm. Uh, but I guess Jensen uh, he plays. Uh, yep. I can't remember what the, his character's name is. It's something really mundane. It's like, a, uh, like the soldier or soldier boy. Hmm. I, soldier boy okay. is that what it is? I don't know. Something generic I, I like know. that. But selling, I, I always knock off Xboxes or something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I always loved him though so much on Supernatural, and I'm still so mad, Dave. That I mean, it's only 15 seasons of 22 episodes a season. Start now. 
right. marathon that bad boy. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> did, did you guys see the other one, uh, anything about this other one? It's also based on a comic, but not a mainstream comic. Uh, just hit Netflix. It's called Sweet Tooth. I I don't know much about it, uh, except I loved uh, Twisted Metal. I used to play that on the PS1 all the <laughs> it, time. It has nothing to do with that. L- listen, here's the, here's the premise what of this the... thing. It sounds just weird, and it makes me want to yeah, watch it, it. So 10 years ago, the Great Crumble wreaked havoc on the world and led to the mysterious emergence of hybrid babies born part human, part <laughs> animal. Unsure if hybrids are the cause or the result of the virus, Many humans fear and hunt them. After a decade of living safely in a secluded forest home, a sheltered hybrid deer boy named Gus unexpectedly (laughs) befriends befriends a wandering loner named Jeopard. Together, they set out on an extraordinary adventure, adventure across what is left of America in search of answers about Gus's origins, Jeopard's past, and the true meaning of home. But their story is full mm. of unexpected allies and enemies, and Gus quickly learns the lush, dangerous world outside the forest is more complex than he ever could have imagined. It just it's sounds gotta, so bizarre. Hybrid, it is bizarre. Yeah, hybrid babies. It's got a really good rating, though, on IMDb, 8.3. Right, a lot of people are... are saying it's it's pretty amazing but okay but uh i know we're gonna have to watch it to figure it out so should we just kind of mm-hmm. guess right now since none of us have watched it i wonder what sweet tooth the title sweet tooth has to do I with don't it know. maybe that deer boy kills people to get their candy i bet you that's what it is <laughs> mm. i don't, I don't yep. know like it is just bizarre. I mean, <laughs> when, when you watch just the trailer, the, the thing that opens a trailer is this confused-looking doctor looking in on this <laughs> nursery baby ward, and there's all these messed up looking at, like a baby with a puppy nose and ears. Uh, there's one that's got, like, owl wings or something. Um, you know, just all kinds of crazy-looking things. It's like, okay, that's very weird and makes me want to watch this <laughs> at least just, it's something original and not like a reboot of right. something you know what i mean right Netflix i mean and it's has been killing it with their original programming right Kill well it. All, all, you know, people people wondered what's going to happen because disney plus was killing it hbo max right now is the hot you know hot place to go because they've been killing it i know they stuff. had the friends reunion well, they, they've got all kinds of good stuff there. And Netflix, Amazon has, you know, Invincible and a few other really solid series. And they, they've kind of been plodding along over the years. But Netflix, yeah, they've moved away from getting some of the big titles everyone knows. You know, their Marvel movies are gone, Star Wars gone, all that stuff. But they just churn out these original both series and movies, and they're phenomenal. I, I still... I shouldn't even say this because I don't want anyone to steal the idea, but I still think it'd be amazing just to do nothing but do a, a review show somehow doing nothing but reviewing Netflix original series because there's just be so sweet. many of the them. The only thing I hate about it, though, is yep. they they release the whole season at once. I wish yep. they would go the Disney Plus way because then we could do a weekly show and all the listeners mm. would be on the same page because you know people right. marathon these. So they're going to be done exactly. with it when we're on the second episode. True dad. Yeah, true dad. Un- unless you could get people, uh, anyone who's wanting to get on board of listening, they'd have to be on board with following the journey at our pace kind of a thing. You but know that's, I mean? but, like, but we don't have listeners. We just, you know, our true. moms listen, you know, uh, sometimes our uncles. Mine, yeah. <laughs> kind of sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I think it would be a blast, but I mean, there's, there's just so much to watch. I haven't been, I, I got to admit, I haven't watched anything much in weeks. Now I've been just busy, been reading a lot, but the, the I, well, I shouldn't say it. this weekend. Um, my wife and I were out of town and, and while we were, Laying down, going to sleep. She was sleeping. We were. I was just flipping channels. I watched a movie called "We're the Millers." It's it's a couple of years old with Jennifer Aniston mm. and. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Can't think of the the guy who stars in it and uh, Julia Roberts. Jason Bateman. Uh, no, it's not Jason Bateman. Um, uh, Jason Schwartzman. No, um, Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts' niece, I think it is, is in there. Eric Roberts. Hold on. No, I'm looking to okay. see right now. John Roberts. <laughs> It's uh, Jason Sudeikis. That's who it was. Oh, okay. And Ed Helms is in there. Catherine Hahn, you know, from WandaVision. And yep. f- she was in there. And in fact, we were out at my parents today, 
hanging out. My my wife and whoever else was paying attention to the TV were watching uh, that old rom com, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, or whatever. oh yeah, that was decent. Yeah, it, it's a fun movie. McConaughey and, and Kate Hudson and Catherine mm-hmm. Hahn is mm-hmm. in there as well. I was like, well, oh. that, you know, I don't remember seeing her in too much, but I, I remember seeing her in Parks and Rec when she was in there and then in WandaVision. And then I started seeing her. She's showing up in all these movies. Yeah. In, in We're the Millers, she's, awesome. she's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. She she shows up in, in We're the Millers. Um, she, her and her husband are kind of these prudish Christian type, uh, like really stereotypical and on in an RV and, and her husband is a... A DEA, federal DEA agent who is kind of on a leave because he's not aggressive enough and he's played by Nick Offerman. Okay. And oh, cool. it is, they, their performance <laughs> alone is just hilarious. They're just so, they, they play those roles so well. But the whole film was pretty good except for Jennifer Aniston. She plays a stripper. Ooh. And she is god awful. As, as a stripper? In, yeah, in that role, she I have never seen her look so awkward and uncomfortable in my life. Like just cringeworthy performance. As soon as she gets out of the stripper role and goes into the more rom-com role where she's, you know, this kind of tough talking mom. I can hear Jason then, typing. They, <laughs> then she, <laughs> you know, after she's out of the the strip club and and joins the adventure and she's kind of playing the part of of a mom you know in this little cast they've got going on and then she kills it she's amazing the rest of the movie super funny and you know does really really good through the rest of it but the scenes early on when she's in the strip club and all this stuff it's like oof not good <laughs> a little not awkward good in that yeah it was she definitely you could see her her comfort level in the acting department when she got into her rom-com comfort zone it, it just was like night and day two different two okay. different actresses so just for clarification yeah. here adam i was not trying to look up jennifer aniston as a stripper i was set, <laughs> i was i was setting up a joke and i could not remember yep. her name so dave yeah so jennifer aniston was not as good as elizabeth berkeley was in showgirls huh no <laughs> but you can't listen to my typing i'm trying to set up jokes yeah well Elizabeth <laughs> were, Berkeley was uh, horrible too, but you know what? I love, I I love my keyboard. I have the. It's not the real um, cherry switches. It's the you know knockoff cherry switches, but they they are they sound like real cherry switches and feel like them. But I I don't like that it you know the mic picks them up. I might have to get myself a stealth keyboard so I can mm. be stealthily mm. looking up Elizabeth Berkeley in Showgirls. Well, or you just don't tell us what you're typing and lie about it. Yeah, uh, I was just looking, queuing up the next segment. Yeah, and I was going to say, you don't have to call me out on it because I do always remove the keyboards. I, I remove yours too, Adam. <laughs> and uh, uh, usually yours is the one I hear the most. But it was hilarious to call you out <laughs> on this one. So, uh, like Jennifer Anderson, stripper. Yeah. Click, 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 now, click. Speaking <laughs> of hilarious, guys, you know what time it is, don't you? It's time for Live at Guffaws, featuring usually Dave. Exactly. Ugh. Dave, you have the floor. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> this All right, better so, be funny. Yeah, this yeah, has been... Probably th- not. He, he actually had these jokes written before I wrote my jokes, because remember, we were talking about, you know, I mentioned to you guys, hey, let's do this. And I think the same day I was talking to you guys about it, Dave's like, oh, I got a couple already. <laughs> No, let's not yeah. make it sound like I'm excited about this. <laughs> this is yep, me absolutely not. knowing these are going to totally bomb. Oh, no, they're and, not. I, and I decided we're just going to have fun with it. So well, yeah, that's you can, what we're doing. You can bleep what you want or not. But. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So first off, Jason, I'm, I'm going to direct the, this first one to you. All right. Um, let's hear it, so big boy. It's, it's, it's just a simple <laughs> knock-knock joke, all right? Oh, so knock-knock. Okay. Who's there? I heard you're a guy. I heard you're a guy who? I heard you're a guy who prefers a hot, juicy Cleveland steamer to a hot fudge sundae for dessert after a four-course meal. Hey, have you been reading my diary? <laughs> no, for real, though. For He's real. He's been it, reading it, your diarrhea. <laughs> it's been hard to write jokes. I'm I'm just not a funny guy, right? Oh, well, exactly. Mean, I get, we understand that. I That's disagree. why it's funny. You know, I get yeah, I get super easily distracted. This week, I even you know when I was writing these, I even got thinking a lot about the Bible for crying out loud. I mean, there's a ton oh, of amazing stories in there. Men, many don't even know they're in there. You know, 
just, I mean, Adam, you know, it's, it's packed with wisdom and insight and, and so many revelations about the future of mankind, not even talking about the book of revelations, but I'm talking more like straight up knowledge drops that no one remembers. Take, take Moses, for example, right? So he's actually the father of all technology. Not only did he do the miraculous things, parting the sea, the staff being turned to a snake and you know, all that stuff, all of those miracles that God made possible, but there was one miracle people seem to forget. He was, Moses truly was a trendsetter. He was the first man to download files from the cloud and deliver them to the people using tablets. <laughs> so there you have it. That's a joke, right? All right, so I've Jason, That's a good I'm going to give you another knock-knock joke. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. All right. So knock-knock. Who's there? I can't believe it was you. I can't believe it was you. Who? Who? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it was you who changed your name to Hot Fudge after a hot date night with your wife at the burrito buffet. You know, because the burrito shits and your love of Cleveland steamers. (laughs) So anyways, speaking of date nights. I see a trend here, but go ahead. (laughs) Full (laughs) circle. Speaking of date nights, right? Mm-hmm. Last weekend, I was telling you guys, this one I had to rewrite a little bit because it's it's based on a recent events. Uh, my wife and I, we were out of town, had plans for a rare dinner date with, you know, COVID, hectic schedules, kids, all that. We know it's, it's hard to find time to be alone. So we're super excited to have an evening to ourselves and got home from work, changed clothes, told my wife I was ready to go. Now we had, we were talking about a pre-show, we had crazy hot temperatures, you know, in the 100, 108 degrees where we were. And uh, so I said, look, I'm going to go start the car, get the AC on, get it cooling and, um, you know, get things ready. She said, that's fine. I'll be out there about 10, 15 minutes tops. I said, perfect. Car will be nice and cool. When she gets in, we'll go have a good night. But I learned a couple important lessons that night. First off, when you're planning a date night like this, it's incredibly important to keep your plan simple and spontaneous. Women love spontaneity. Second, a simple date couple sandwiches from Subway at a nice scenic overlook in the front seat of your car, mellow music playing. So romantic. Perfect. And third, remember our wives are smart. They're wiser than we can comprehend. So when she says she'll be ready in 10 to 15 minutes, you just have to trust her. I mean, believe it wholeheartedly. Don't cave into the temptation to question her because look, if she says she'll be ready in 10 to 15 minutes, believe her. There's no need to remind her of that every half hour while you wait. Trust me, she made that painfully clear after the fact. <laughs> so there you have it. Subway Joke. Yeah, Subway. Subway sandwiches. Fresh. Footlongs. Watch the For sunset. real. I am I, I hate this segment with a passion. <laughs> I, I hate it. I am not a funny guy. It, it's it's so funny, Dave, because I can hear how uncomfortable you are with it. Yeah. I like I hate it. I detest it. So Jason, I've got one more knock knock joke for you but this one i need you to start okay uh, <laughs> you need me to start it okay <laughs> i do but before before we do that i just gotta add in here that i'm actually very proud of you dave why uh, because dave set this goal he set this goal actually at the beginning of the pandemic last year and oh, he's God. getting very close to it and only adam and i know about this goal that he set for himself uh, I don't think I even know about bound it. Bound and determined to one day be able to fit comfortably in Jared's old pants from Subway. <laughs> He's working on it. He's working on it. Yeah. He is he is mm. bulked up perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Dave. I had a nickname of Bulky Bartakamus when I was in school. <laughs> hey, cousin Larry. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Knock knock. Quit pounding on my door, hot fudge. I don't care how many times you knock. I'm not going to tell you again. Just because you saw me eating beans with our barbecue today doesn't mean you can come over asking for dessert. You know, because you're the Boom, hot fudge, hot fudge. Cleveland steamer fanatic. Loves a juicy turd on your chest. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not into it. Anyways. Gross. Oh, were you still going? I thought you were done. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm we done. started interrupting no, his I, joke. <laughs> for, for real, though. My last joke I had for you. I, I, I did have this one. I don't know if I told you guys this. I've been, you know, kind of setting. I, I was setting a goal for myself. And, and yeah, I know the pants. Jared's the, old pants. Yes. Well, it's funny you <laughs> mention that because it's nothing to do with Jared's pants. I'm, I'm talking about. Oh, you just want to get them off, don't you? <laughs> 
No, I'm, I'm talking about trying to get in shape. And, and actually, for about a year now, I was working part-time on the side as a, a personal trainer for a little extra cash during the pandemic. So, you know, it, <laughs> okay. it, it's, it's kind of weird. During, during the lockdowns, the gyms aren't open, but you can teach these classes via Zoom, which is awesome. I mean, I didn't have to do the full workouts. I'd get people started up, then act as their voice in their ear of encouragement, keeping them motivated. It was perfect. But lockdowns ended. Gyms are opening back up, and now I've kind of, you know, found I, I'm just not cut out for this kind of work, mainly because the, the weights are just too heavy for me. So today I had to put in my two-week notice. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Now, here's the funny thing, though. You mentioned that you were doing Zoom uh, sessions, actually, and, uh -huh. you know, instructed people, you know, exercise, et cetera. I was doing the same thing. And uh, mm -hmm. it would always start out, you know, the first like minute, I always started out, we were doing great. Uh, I was showing mm -hmm. them how to do, you know, uh, some burpees. And <laughs> but then my screen would always freeze and it just had a, a frozen picture there for the next hour. Uh, but, you know, I still instructed vocally on how to do it while I'm sitting in my chair eating some Cheetos. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, I'm now, still I'm, moving I'm gonna... people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to fully admit something here because I, I, uh, this is jokes are over. This is the honest to God's truth with this. When you, you put this, this goofy ass challenge out here for us, I immediately was like, there is no way I am not a funny dude. I can't write funny. I, I can't create jokes. It's just not how I am. And, and I think Adam, I was talking to you a little bit about, and I said, look, when we're having a conversation, I can pick up on something in the conversation, throw a zinger out there every now and then say something funny, but I'm not the funny man on this show. That is something that is absolutely not my title. So this, <laughs> I So what is your title then? Apparently just over talker. I don't know. At <laughs> 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 one time you said some nice things about me that you forgot to record, but I'm not going to get into that. But no, I, I, that is my, my role is not the funny guy. I'm, I'm the guy that like says something stupid and, and it, it gets taken in a, a way that I totally didn't mean. And, and lots of laughs ensues and it was completely unintentional. <laughs> That's just me. And Jason was like, look, you're a writer. You can write. You told me this Saturday morning or Sunday. Yeah, Saturday morning while I was waiting for my wife. She was in her. We really were out of town. She was at a work meeting and I had to kill time. So I called Jason was chatting and oh, you write all the time. You can write jokes. It's like, no, I can't. I really can't. So the 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 three grown worthy, the non knock knock jokes, the knock knock jokes I wrote just because I thought it'd be funny to to have a recurring gag about saying Jason loves turds on his chest. But um, well, who doesn't though, really? <laughs> you know, living in Ohio. I mean, it could even Cleveland be cat Steamer, turds. It doesn't have to be human. Yeah, and I thought it'd be great if we if we got all the listeners to what start the calling them. I'm done. <laughs> I thought it would be great if we could get people instead of calling them the big geek, they could call them hot fuds from now on. I thought it'd be hilarious. But the the, the 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 other three jokes, they were I, I basically was thinking and, and trying to find something and, and all I could come up with is I, I found these you know old um, one-liner type dad jokes and then I kind of just <laughs> rewrote my own stories and, and changed them up a little yeah. bit to match modern day that was but why I, that's why i, I couldn't I was write quiet original because especially jokes. the uh, yep. downloading from the cloud onto the tablets i'm like yeah uh, yeah i just i've seen that <laughs> yep and i i just i i could not think so i took those i put my own little <laughs> story on it i did a little writing changed them to try and fit but I, I can't write jokes. So that all of hey, that to say, but honestly, you will not hear guffaws yes, from live, will, live guffaws hear, from Dave again. We will hear you returning. And here's the reason no. why. Because it, Adam no is going to tell you the truth, too. Your delivery was actually pretty good. You, The way you, you got that story going, yeah. you did that <laughs> like a comedian. The way a comedian will, will you know, build up to the punchline you were doing that which was actually well yeah I just, really that's good. fine i just i just can't write anything so if listeners want to send me something to read sure i'll i'll do it but don't i i can't i can't write jokes so they're gonna be here, eye rollers like we just got here's the interesting thing about it so let's take a look at the three hosts of the digital soup podcast and yeah. our live at guffaws so i oh my gosh. following the way 
I've seen a lot of comedians. Yours were I, hilarious. I tried to do mine dry, very dry. Mm -hmm. No, you know, where Dave was very animated and Adam was very animated. I tried to do mine super dry. And then Adam, he came in and he was just like, boom, boom, boom. He was just knocking, you know, knocking a bunch of uh, different ones out. <laughs> he, he, he reminded me kind of of listening to a guy like, um, Oh, who was it? Like Dimitri Martin Be and terrible. Mitch Hedberg, those kind of guys that it was just a relentless onslaught of onslaught of like one liner, one liner, one liner, one liner, and just blast. <laughs> they were unrelated. It wasn't a routine. <laughs> and then well, no, but yeah, exactly. And, and then Dave, I mean, as typical Dave, sorry, I gotta go here. This is for our listeners, Dave, it's not true. for Adam and I. But it, like typical typical Dave, he spoke the most in his jokes. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> he had a lot of words in his jokes, like he doesn't. Calm down there, hot fudge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Six out of seven dwarfs aren't happy. Yeah. <laughs> Dave doesn't get it. That's what's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And you know, six out of this seven is, dwarves aren't grumpy either. Right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I get it. Well, that was funny. I, can't stand, I liked it. <laughs> I, I can't stand Russian dolls. Else. They're so full of themselves. <laughs> I there's oh, is that the the ones that go into <laughs> each other? Stacking dolls. Yeah. I I, yep, I thought you yep. were just a you know anti-Russian person. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was playing a gig once, and this guy came up and was like, "Hey, do you know do you know Wonderwall?" I said, "Maybe." <laughs> Uh, no, these are I'm, I'm reading off of Reddit. Well, so. we figured yeah. as much. Oh, are you done reading? I didn't know if you were going to continue or not. <laughs> Diarrhea is hereditary. It runs in your genes. <laughs> Definitely. And all oh, over no, your no, chest, no. as Dave would tell you. No, that's your chest, I hot fudge. <laughs> I went on a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Never going there again. <laughs> <laughs> What's orange and sounds like a parrot? A carrot. Uh, a Boom. carrot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, hey, uh, I don't know if you want to do that forever <laughs> this, or not, but uh, but I want to. This one's, this okay, one's for ahead. Jason. Sorry. You got to hand it to blind prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I went blue on that one. That is not yeah. my joke. All right. Uh, okay. So, Sorry. listeners. I'll end that. Next week is me again, so I can either write a couple jokes. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. this is going to be a rotating thing? <laughs> yes, because they love it. Uh, listeners, do you love this or not? Let us know. Do you love Live at Gaffaz? If you don't, if, if you hate oh the segment, gosh. Adam and Dave would be more than happy to get rid of it. But I think, never it just, just, oh. I think it just adds another little aspect <laughs> to the show. You know, get a little comedy, you know, spread a little joy in people's lives. People are not happy anymore because of COVID and because of Russia, you know, always getting into our businesses, you know, and pretty soon we won't have no meat. <laughs> I don't know why Vel I turned into an old man there, but I did. But so, hey, if you want to write some <sighs> jokes, get them to us and uh, we will definitely perform them. Hopefully I could still talk to these guys and do it one more time at least. But I'm more than willing to do it. And I, I will do a whole hour. These guys can just sit there and laugh, and I'll do a whole hour one day. Uh, and that'll I'll, be the show. It. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I think Velcro. live at Gaffage should be Jason's jokes every yeah. every episode. Crackers, I'm, I'm cool Crackers Laugh Factory. <laughs> right. Velcro. Hey, did you what know? a ripoff. <laughs> what? Oh, did Laugh you? Factory? <laughs> no, no, Velcro. He didn't get it. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear that. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing the... <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that uh, that Amal and Juan are identical twins, and because of that, their mom only carries one baby photo in her wallet? You know what that is? Uh, I do okay, know what that uh, is, but I'll let you tell us. Amal yeah. and Juan? Yeah. Amal and Juan. Amal and Juan. Yeah, they're identical twins, and their mom only carries one baby photo in her wallet. It, okay. It's because if you've seen Juan, you've seen Amal. Okay. I kept thinking you were talking about a mall like where, you know, uh, you go to buy stuff. No. Rick Astley will let you borrow any movie from his Pixar collection except one. He's never going to give you up. <laughs> yep. See, you guys love comedy. Uh, these aren't. I'm not uh, having to write these, though. What do you call a typo on a headstone? 
a what? grave mistake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, How do you kill a jokes. circus? You go for the juggler. <laughs> uh, oh no this one's a little blue how, uh, how many times do you have to tickle an octopus to make it laugh 10 ten, tickles yeah uh, yep. 10 <laughs> tickles uh, of course it only has eight of those so the first two were testicles <laughs> oh that is Test horrible tickles. that is yeah. horrible <laughs> yeah, yeah. You Why know, is six afraid to... of seven? <laughs> we know this one. This is elementary. What is it then? Yeah. Because uh, seven, eight, nine. Nope, because seven is a registered six offender. <laughs> <laughs> nice little swerve there, Adam. What is nice. ET short for? Uh-oh. Uh, erectile tisfunction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, man. There's some bad ones in here. Uh, there are some. What did the toaster say to the slice of bread? I don't know. I, don't I know. want you inside me. Oh, jeez. Jeez. Okay, that's... <laughs> and uh, cut. Yeah. What? You guys can do jokes? I do one and we're done. <laughs> Yours is the creepiest by far. Inside yeah. me. Jason, I, I, heard you, uh, I heard you started doing lunges to get in shape. Is that true? Yes, I did, but um, he couldn't come today, so I just took the day off. No, I'm talking about the exercises, <laughs> oh, I lunges. You were talking about George lunges. <laughs> no, I don't even know who I've that been is. Doing I doing for weeks. <laughs> well, here I, I, I thought you, I thought I heard you were doing lunges oh to God. get in shape. I was going to say that's a big step forward for you. <laughs> okay, mine was better. <laughs> the, the clean version versus the dirty version. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> George, oh. Lund- George right. lunges. He says. <laughs> oh man! Uh, tune in next week to hear Hot Fuds take the stage again. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening, and we just hope you guys have an awesome day. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> take care, guys, and sorry for the jokes. <laughs> Later, Cleveland Steamer. Oh, Hot Fuds.